Welcome to Moving Target, my Rockfin exclusive. Joining me today in studio is Scott Armstrong of Rebunks, of The Last American Vagabond, of Pirate Stream Media, and a lot more coming your way soon. We're here to talk about censorship, as usual, with the Moving Target focus of the show. But I wanted to get into something interesting that Scott has a unique perspective on, and that's essentially starting a new business, starting a new platform, a new a new direction in the middle of the COVID-19 illusion, everything that's going on and, and the kind of budding technocratic censorship that we're always talking about. And then that also kind of overlaps with what we're starting together, which is Pirate Stream Media. And I just kind of wanted to talk to you about that and, you know, let people, because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have been struggling to really figure out, to really figure out how exactly it's, you know, what, how, how you can make this happen at a time when there's never been more control over your life. Yeah. There's never been more issue in how, like, let's look at the world today, the, the energy crisis, the food crisis. Like, it's, it's next to impossible for people to essentially live a normal life right now, let alone yeah. start a new business. Yeah. So I wanted to start with you and let us know, for those that maybe not seen your discussion on this, like what you've done, what you've seen throughout the censorship and all of this from Truthzilla into Rebunked, mm-hmm. what you went through in setting that up and then the transition to what we're doing now. And then we could talk about pirate stream and everything else. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay. Awesome. I love the the way you framed all that. Like this is going to be great because I do have a lot to say on all this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause like right now we're in what they call like a bear market, right? You know, mm-hmm. they have the bull market where everything, like everyone's stocks are going up and then bear market where everything is just crashing. But in the bear market, a lot of people make money, you know yeah. what I mean? Because they're, they're hedging like against, the, usually the, the insiders yeah 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 usually, you know what i mean and so it's like i feel like that's kind of like where i see this all going is that like in the decline i'm looking at ways to leverage that to our advantage you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. and that's what we're gonna say something no i'm sorry i just realized i yeah. forgot to play your clip we'll get to it after oh that's fine yeah, yeah, we'll yeah well that, that little this will be a good like yeah. intro to segue into that so yeah. so it's like i feel like there's there's a lot of opportunity right now and that's mm-hmm. that's like if, if people are just you know being you know just collapsing under the weight and the pressure of all the tyranny and all the nonsense out there, then like it, it could be debilitating. But if you look for ways to leverage it into yes positivity, like that's where we need to be, you know, find the opportunity in the problem. Yes, Absolutely. exactly. Exactly. Because with every problem, there's an opportunity. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and I don't know, man, I feel like, you know, when we first, cause man, my background is like retail. And then, uh, I, I finally got my first big person job as a drug and alcohol counselor. I went and got all my certifications and I was doing that out in Oregon. And then that went away, you know what I mean? But up until then I, well, <laughs> part of, I think my podcasting had something to do with that as well. But anyway, after COVID was when like we, myself and my two friends, Ed and Megan out in Oregon, mm-hmm. were like, something's wrong here, man, with this whole COVID thing. Like it was like April, May of 2020. And we decided to do a show. You know, because we listened to podcasts and we were like, hey, man, why, why not start our own podcast? And it really is that simple, right? Yeah. Like it's difficult to get it going, which we're going to get into. Yeah. But the decision to just decide to yeah. do it. I mean, that's just yep. that's what we need to do more of. Today. Exactly. And, and, and another thing I always just tell people is like, if it's on your heart to start a show, like, just do it. Because like mm-hmm. what I was telling myself back in 2020, you know, like Ed, my, my buddy, we were like, his idea was to just make t-shirts. We were going to make t-shirts and his idea was to make a t-shirt that said COVID 1984. Right. Cause that was before that had even, that was even a colloquial expression. Right. Mm-hmm. And we thought that was so genius COVID 1984. Right. And we were just going to make t-shirts. And then uh, we both listened to a lot of podcasts and he was like, 
why don't we start a podcast? And I was like, no, nah, man, there's so many podcasts out there. There's no point in doing that. Right. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. Exactly. <laughs> so, so anybody out there like now is the time, right? Right. Just think about it. You know, fast forward 10 years and you'll be the person that like, you know, started your show during COVID and you had you like, made all this like, you know, headway and reporting on COVID and you'll be known as the COVID per- or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot that's going to be born out of this era. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyway, all that to say that like, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. I didn't know what a freaking microphone or anything was. dude. Right. I didn't know anything. Same, same, I didn't, same I could, here. I couldn't first started. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't edit. I had no idea about editing. You know, I didn't know anything about like sound engineering or any, any, anything. I knew zero. I didn't know how to make thumbnails. I didn't know mm-hmm, anything. Mm-hmm. And just in the process of doing it, uh, I learned all that stuff, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, now I've like actually done professional video editing. I helped Richard Gage at, uh, Richard Gage, uh, nine 11, uh, architects and engineers. Uh, 9/11 well, well for, formerly architects and engineers, nine 11 truth. Now, oh, truth. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Richard Gage, nine eleven unleashed, oh, unleashed. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about the whole dispute. Yeah, that's, he had a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so like, I do work for Richard. I do work for uh, Miriam Hanane. Um, she's about to put out a uh, George Floyd. Documentary. You guys know her as B Lady on yeah, social media. B Lady. Right? Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. So I've done like you know all these things. And I had no idea what to do. Now I'm doing like at a professional scale, which is crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? And so and you're doing great work, man. Yeah, I mean, well, that's thank you. Thank really you. is everybody's been you know, really promoting the sub stack and everything yeah. else. You just knock it out of the park, man. Well, the sub stack, that's a new thing. I'm like, okay, we'll get into that. We'll yeah. 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 That for sure. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the bottom line is that like, you know, we saw an opportunity and we weren't even like our, the whole motivation for that. And still to this day, the motivation is to sound the alarm bells, take the information that we know, get it out there so that people are able to understand what it is that's going on in the world. You right. know what I mean? Like people are lost. And, and we felt that we had at least some context to understand what was going on at, at in like spring of, 2020 mm-hmm. and and that was like you know the first episodes of truthzilla were uh the first one was 9 11 or tower 7 specifically mm-hmm. like like we were like okay so this is a big chunk of the puzzle if people can understand tower 7 then they can understand that hey maybe the, the government is corrupt maybe there's right. something more to what you've been told episode two was vaccines 1986 vaccine yep. childhood safety acts you yeah. know what i mean because back then we were saying you know this is going to lead to and we were taking cues from you. We were taking cues from James Corbett, primarily, you know what I mean? A few mm-hmm. other people, uh, Del Bigtree, and, right. and everybody was saying, hey, this is going to be this is the road. This leads to forced vaccination. When so, did Truth Civil start? Uh, first episode was June, the first week of June 2020. 2020. Yeah. Okay. So, but like April, May, we were like buying equipment and just figuring out what the heck, how to even start. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, and, and so we, we were, we were like just, you know, trying to, we were taking the content that we were hearing from other people and, and kind of what we knew intuitively. And we were broadcasting it out there, like right. being another right. node to get this information out. And we just, you know, it was crazy. Like I, I, I love the, the chemistry that the three of us had, you know, there was a lot of magic that happened and we did some amazing things on that show. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really proud of all the work that we did. Um, you know, even but, just getting the conversation going, you yeah. know, like you said that you saw, you had some, some perspectives on it, but like even just getting around the table, like the three of us and Courtney are doing just having, yeah. you know, just, we, you, you discover things yourself exactly. that you didn't even really connect until yep. you saw their perspective and you go, Oh, and yep. that's why it's important to absorb and, and consider other people's perspectives because yeah. it will evolve your own. Yep. You know? Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So sadly that, uh, that, that show, came to an end and and i ended up leaving the show and uh moved out here to tennessee and and that's okay so here let me let me back up just a little bit so <laughs> so that show ended and i left you know and i was like well i guess i'm just gonna go back to doing you know whatever like i, I didn't i was kind of lost for a minute there and i i was thinking about like man like am i gonna and so I had like that, I got that, I got the, the bug, I got the itch and what it's like to do mm-hmm. a show and broadcast and, 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 and 
you know, meet all these amazing people, you know what I mean? And so like, that was my life. And like with Truthzilla, like it consumed my whole life because we didn't live stream. Um, cause not everybody was comfortable with the live streaming format. So what I would do is I would, we would record the episodes and I would go in and edit them and like add titles and graphics and all this stuff to work, tons of extra work. <laughs> I you used know? to do it too. And so it just consumed my life really, you mm-hmm. know, and I, and, and, but I loved it. I loved it. Practice yeah. too. Like, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I absolutely loved it. And so, um, after leaving the show, all of a sudden I had nothing to do. And like, there was like a week, maybe a couple weeks there where like, you know, that was like, that felt like worse than like the worst possible breakup you could possibly imagine, you know, yeah. because I was just mm-hmm. lost in the world. And I was like, and I'm like, so I, like, I guess I realized that like so much of my identity was like attached to that show. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's not, I, I left and I left them with everything. And I'm like, you know, I'm just like, what am I going to do now? You know? And it was just like, it was very, it was crazy. And uh, it was not a good, yeah, it was, it was very sad. And so mm-hmm. it's a very sad time. It's a very sad time, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, but then I was like, okay, well, all right. So then I decided, all right, I'm going to get back in there. I'm just going to start podcasting again. You know what I mean? Like I have to yeah. do something, you know, I can't just not do this anymore. And honestly, I was like thinking about doing uh just a normie show. Like, just like, you know, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be nice just to, like have a YouTube channel and like mm-hmm. not get hassled, you know? And I thought about doing a show about like recovery, you know what I mean? Right, like, like, right. like recovery and spirituality and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you know, and then that's not off the table. I might, I was even thinking like, it would be cool to do something like that. Yeah, you but the knowledge there. Yeah, but uh, but ultimately, I was like, no, I got to get back in the ring, dude. Like, mm-hmm. no problem. But that was a very humbling experience going from, you know, we were doing big things. And that was part of where, you know, the part of where the issues were with Truesville was like, like, there was like all these opportunities to really take it to the next level. And like, not everybody was wanting to do that. And like, I yeah, remember yeah. one of the discussions was, hey, you know, we're, this is supposed to be just us sitting around a table having fun. And I'm like, yeah, but like, we need to like, like, we got some we could really go take off with this thing. Right. So, is it about fun or are you really trying to reach people? Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah and if yeah. it's about fun, then that's fine. But yeah. if you're really trying to reach people, you can't half walk that, yeah, you know? And yeah. that's why I jokingly said the other day, what Scott, that Scott's dragging me into this. Like yeah. he really is helping. He's benefiting T lab like, in more ways than you guys realize. Yeah, I'm and like, I, but it's, it's stuff that I just inherently don't like marketing. <laughs> and I just, I, you guys know me, I don't like that stuff, and, but it's so important, you know, and he, he's bringing it to the next level. So in a very valuable. gentle, in a very gentle yeah. way. <laughs> Very yeah. gentle yeah. diplomatic way. I'm like, Ryan, Ryan, I say that jokingly, but yeah. it's all good. It's all yeah. fan- and I love yeah. it. I'm just I'm cool. proud to have him on the team, man. Cool. Right on. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you the timing there. So yeah. so uh you had the job as the counselor yeah. before Truthzilla? Or or during Truthzilla? Yes, 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 yes. Before. Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. And so then you had that job during Truthzilla. Yep. I'm trying to place the timeline. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't want to take the injection mm-hmm. and so they fired you or you left i forget how that worked well, okay again. so there's there i actually lost two jobs over truthzilla okay. so i was working at one agency as a drug and alcohol counselor and i was editing an episode of truthzilla on mm-hmm. my laptop at home and i made a meme of kate brown the governor of oregon with a hitler mustache right <laughs> and i wanted to i wanted to use that in the video i was editing like you know flash on the screen during mm-hmm. an episode and uh and and I e- and it was, I needed to, to get I needed to get it from my phone to my laptop and so I just emailed it to myself mm-hmm. and I just wasn't even thinking I, on my phone I just pulled up Outlook and I just uh, emailed emailed it to myself my own email address and I pulled it up just blah, 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 went about my day and a couple of days later my boss pulled me in the office and was like hey did you send this an email and like had a printout of a freaking photo Did okay, you, so you didn't tag anybody else no so that means just I like everybody knows myself. this businesses track your emails yes. if you're working business emails that's yes. messed up they yes. don't tell you that. 
And so, and it's silly because like my, my, uh, the director and the assistant, uh, my direct supervisor, they're both, we were both totally on the level. And this was like spring of 2020 and they were coming to me. They're like, Whoa, what's going on with Bill Gates? Like, yeah. and I was, I was dropping, I was telling them all this information, you know yeah. what I mean? And so they were on the level, but apparently the higher ups had seen it and were not very happy with it. Needless so your to say. personal email to yourself. And that's well, not well, I sent it, I sent it, I sent it from my work email accidentally on my phone to mm-hmm. like my Gmail account or whatever. Yeah. Right? To yourself though. Yeah. I mean, how is yeah. that even a problem? Yeah, like that's wild. I know. And like, so a secret, so is the argument that somehow somebody will see that you use their email to say something to yourself? Something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how that's wild. Yeah. I, I, I trust me. I know. And, <laughs> and, and the other thing too, is like our little group, we were just a bunch of guys that worked in that, satellite office and we mm-hmm. would just clown on each other so hard dude yeah. like that was like part of like what we did we would send emails to each other like we'd find like a like like a photo of like you know adult babies you know like an adult like a fat guy like in a yeah. diaper and like like photoshop one of our faces yeah. on, and like send it to it that we would email those types of things to each other all right. the time no problem there but Kate Brown with the Hitler mustache. So they what, literally fired me over that. What dude. it was, in my opinion, is that that offended somebody. It, it had nothing to do with whether you broke a the rule. They just yes. didn't like that you had oh, that yeah. feeling and they, oh, we don't want. So that's mm-hmm. woke. That's- oh, it was extremely woke. And, th- and that's what they were telling me, too. Like, because I told you, my supervisors, they went to bat for me. Mm-hmm. And I was good at what I did, too. And not only that, but like as soon as I got fired, they called, they had a lot of connections. They called this other agency and said, hey, you need to get this guy. Like, he's super, you know, and so oh, I. Oh, in a good way. Oh, yeah, good, in a good, good way. And so yeah. my supervisor actually like got me. I like within like a week, I was back to work at this other agency. Good, so it was, good. it was an easy transition. But, um, it was really funny. Like my whole thinking was like, if it, if that would have been like Donald Trump with a Hitler mustache and I would have emailed it, they would have, they would have laughed. They wouldn't no even problem. care. No, no one would care at all. It's subjective. Nope. It That's totally is subjective. The point of all yep. of this, right? Yep. So that was the first domino to fall. And then right. this other agency, you know, and so fast forward now we're in like summer 2021 mm-hmm. and, and this agency, I kept it totally DL that totally on the down low that I did a show or a podcast or anything like that. And, uh, um, basically it came down to, there was a couple of things that happened, uh, but this is when the agency started sending out that the director started sending out um, agency wide emails saying that, hey, we're probably going to be, uh, you know, making you take a shot in order to keep your employment. And I send an agency wide email out saying that if anybody wants help with uh, ma- like uh, exemptions, like religious or medical exemptions, Which come find right me to do come find me because I have a lot of information and resources on that. And they lost their minds about right. that. Cause how dare you let people yep. know what their options yep. are? Like yep. think about how messed up yep. that is. They think said, about how bad that age too, yep. with where yep. we are now. Yep. They told me that, is that in your job description to do that? I'm like, I'm a human being. Yeah. Is why. <laughs> yeah. And, and so are you the, are you the, are you the, um, and it's funny too. Okay. So a couple more things. And mm-hmm. then they restricted my ability to send agency wide emails. So they made it so that I couldn't send agency wide emails. Man. And so uh, another mandate or another proclamation came out and I sent out another email saying, Hey, if anybody need, needs resources and th- but they hadn't had the conversation with me yet, I did not receive any reprimand or any conversation following that first email. Mm-hmm. All that happened was they restricted my access to email. And I noticed that and I thought that was really weird. And I didn't know if it was a fluke or something. Um, and, and I found out about the whole the whole uh, thing afterwards in my unemployment, like, you know, hearing like I took them to court, like mm-hmm. for because they denied my unemployment and I took them to court. And this was in the hearing that I found out all this information. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any conversation with me. But anyway, and then I'll wrap this up in just a sec. But, no, no, take your time. Uh, it's fascinating. Time. Well, yeah, see, this- you and so that's awesome. It's the first time I ever. Uh, well, I had you on Truthzilla. But then after this happened, you had me on the show and we, we, yeah, we talked I was going to get into that next. I just think the timing but, is interesting. But, but at the time we had that conversation, I didn't know any about this, about oh, any of this stuff okay, because that's interesting. all of this came out in the, in the unemployment hearing. 
that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. I'm showing on the screen for those that the yeah. I use that image too for your interview yeah. of the of the one guy and the not giving the Nazi salute. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? you yeah, know? I remember. And it's it's I think it was entitled yeah. how employers are quietly uh, quietly removing the non-compliant. Exactly. You know, and so and, that's what and it was. now you can add to it that they secretly stopped your emails. Yep. Like, I actually think that's about you. They didn't want you to be able to tell the rest of the employees what's yeah, happening to exactly. you. Exactly. It's crazy. So so what I did is I found a little workaround. And what happened was I just, the, the, the executive director sent out another email and I just hit reply all and then pressed the, <laughs> the plus button and it like populated everybody's email address I love it. in the send thing. And so, that, and, and then I like, sent another sorry, one out and I sent another email out like that. And then, and then that's when they really lost their shit because they said <laughs> that I like hacked their system or something like that. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I literally didn't, you know? And I so they it. thought that I'd hacked their system or whatever. But then they, then one day I came in and I sat down to log in and I knew, okay. So they were mandating masks and testing at the workplace and I wasn't doing any of that. I wasn't at this point. Okay. So I have to admit, you know, I had one of those little plastic food service masks that stick out about that far Mm -hmm. that I would wear in the office because I had to do it. You know what I mean? And so I was like, okay, I I think, I think the evolution (sighs) of understanding around that has evolved too. I mean, everybody in the beginning, like, like I've said in the beginning, I had no idea. Like I, you, you just all think we know because people wear masks, don't they? And, and the moment you look into it, you're overwhelmed with research showing the opposite. But I I I put one on in the beginning and was like, wait a minute. Well, this was, this was like just to keep my job and I'm ashamed of it. You know, I wish I would have held the line on that, but I did. It was, it was a very blatant, like F you type of mask that Mm. was like stuck. Like you could tell it doesn't do anything, but, but you know, in their minds, they see it's not about safety or, or, or this is potentially blocking a particle from coming out of my mouth. It's all about compliance. They yes. saw that I was wearing something on my face. And mm-hmm. so I was complying and that's all they cared about. That's literally all they cared about. And so, you know, but by this time, once, once these, these things started happening, I was like, I don't care. I I'd walk in and they'd have the testing station. Like you need to test me. No, I just walk right by it. Like I knew I was going to get fired. Yeah. Well, and, I, that's what I'm glad you said that because yeah. if they knew that, yeah. I mean, there's no, if they, when they, you needed emails to do your job. Yeah. So when they stopped you from being able to do emails, that was the moment they decided you were going to be fired. Yeah. Like it already got decided. Yeah. I well, mean, I that's, could, I could still send emails one-on-one to people, but I couldn't send agency-wide emails. Oh, okay. That's what okay. it was. Yeah. Okay. I could still send emails. Still kind of the same point though. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So, um, and I wasn't wearing a mask. I wasn't doing any testing. And so, and then one day I come in, I log in my computer and, um, it won't let me log in. And I try to, I try to make sure I, I was like, you know, make sure I wasn't typing the password wrong and right. it wouldn't let me log in. And so they didn't tell you. I remember pointing out in the no. show, like how, how ridiculous that yeah. is to not let you know, but you just yeah. stumble into work and be like, oh, what's happening? Like, yeah, exactly. That's so stupid. So I, I thought it was hilarious. I just went to the kitchen. I just grabbed all my stuff. I packed all my stuff. I grabbed a box. I packed all my stuff in the box and mm-hmm. I just sat there. And like, sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, the, the supervisors walked in. They're like, oh, you packed all your stuff. What's going on? I'm like, well, you're firing me, aren't you? And they're like, okay, yeah. See, like what children they yep, are. Like exactly. they can't even, oh, why you do that? Yeah. Like they know yeah. what they're yeah and 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 then one of the people that walked in there like they both had masks like up to their eyeballs and i didn't even reckon i have no idea who one of these people even was that was in there like i'd never met them before it was just some random masked face in there just anyway it was frustrating and so they told me that uh they're firing me because i violated their technology policy that's right and that's what it was and so and so that was that was how i left the door i left and i and i and i and i left and that was that and then I, I filed the un- and then they denied my unemployment and I filed unemployment. They denied it. And then I appealed it. They denied it, went to, went to a trial to figure it out. And it was then that they, they broke all the stuff down. And what right. they told me was that, um, the, the violation of the technology, but they said that I like the email situation came up. Right. Mm-hmm. But the violation of technology policy was that they went into my history of my computer and found that I printed an Amazon shipping like return shipping label, like a few months prior. 
See, right? this is, I remember, I remember all the points I made yeah. in our last interview. Yeah. There's no way to not see that as that's the excuse they discovered halfway through. So they already made choices yeah. and that that's what they found out after doing research yeah. after already deciding you're going to be fired. Exactly. So it's just like so such they, a clear, so it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> parallel, parallel investigation where they already figure out who's guilty and then they go back and they construct a, yes. a case in order to justify whatever the charges or whatever it is. So anyway, yes, I admit it. I did print an Amazon return shipping label at work because I didn't have a printer at home. But I, you know every single one of you have done that, so get out of and, here. And you know what the mean? point would be that <laughs> if you had done that and that was really all you did, they probably yeah. wouldn't have even cared. Yep. You know what I mean? They probably would have been like, don't do that. And that would have been it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just yeah. so silly. Anyway, so that was that story. So that was like, but but anyway, so I, but but it was, you know, a direct result of my opposition and very obstinate vocal uh, resistance to what was going on there. and good for so, you because you yeah. were right yeah right i mean 100%. there's no denying that at this point 100%. right the idea of even just the simple things not stopping transmission the mask actually hurt, increasing your yes. risk in, in most cases like it's these things are provable and yeah. they were then by the way we yeah. were us proving them then too but now it's being more clearly discussed and so they're still doing it have yeah. you, actually have you met any contact with anybody since then to find out what's going on at the office or the people that no, work there? i don't even care like it, that whole yeah. place like you walk down the hall you could just feel the spike proteins like this like <laughs> hitting you in the face walking down the hallway dude it was brutal like it was there was one guy one super well i can't even say it. there was one person allegedly there that might have you know shared somewhat similar views but yeah. i mean i by the way i laugh because that's hilarious but it's yeah. also very real yeah I mean, i've gone over the shedding of the spike yes. protein dr warren the expert on the topic the discoverer yes. of mri i mean it's just so silly that these things can be proven exactly we- and while we're here mm-hmm. i always bring this up in this conversation so it's it's a uh, willamette family treatment services in eugene oregon and they uh, had to be intervened on by uh, Oregon Health Authority because they took it too far. And even Oregon Health Authority, as psychopathic as they are, mm-hmm. had to intervene because Willamette family was only accepting patients into their inpatient facility who had received the shots. And so they were denying people access to treatment based on their vaccination, their, people their with shot status, desperate like, needs. Yeah, desperate needs. We talked about this. Yeah. The, the one yep. thing I made, the, the biggest point I made is we're at a time when. At that time, they were talking about how we're, oh, we're understaffed and we're problematic. It was a time when they'd already fired nurses yeah. and so on. We were having this big conversation about how, see, that's why you're understaffed, right? Yeah. Because you fired everybody. And and the point was you had, I forget how many you said, you maybe you remember, a huge list of people that depended on you. Yeah, I had like and, usually 15 to 20 caseload. Yes, yeah. and they didn't have other people for them to go to. So they knew when they fired you, they were going to make those people suffer. Yeah. They don't care, though, because 100%. Of, uh, compliance. 100%. And just to give you an idea of my caseload. So my primarily my caseload was uh, mothers who had given birth in the hospital and tested positive for some sort of drug in the hospital and so now therefore the child welfare is involved in their life and they're being mandated to go to treatment and so my caseload is primarily like moms with like three-month-old infants and usually no dad and so like single moms like the most vulnerable like population you could possibly imagine right. like you know it's just like and and you know it's that's it's it's a horrific thing to be on the front lines of to witness you know what i mean because yes. like most people choose drugs honestly like in that and like most people choose the drugs instead of their family or their kids or whatever you know and and, and it's actually like i had done work previously for the child welfare department as mm-hmm. like an outreach person um and so i was on the front lines like working with these clients and i think of like maybe like one or two that made it out of like dozens that i worked with mm-hmm. but and so but the ones that got to me as an outpatient counselor were the ones that had completed a residential treatment program so these were like the ones that were determined and so they were, you know, they, they had pretty, you know, relatively good success rate, mm-hmm. but on the streets, like front lines, like it's like, 
I don't know, like one out of 30, maybe that even yeah. make it into treatment. You know what I mean? And so it's and brutal. Out it there. really is. And I see, I, I argue as always from my perspective that you have, you know, obviously an individual has a right to yeah. do these things to their own body yeah. as much as they want. But I argue it's not about the fact that it's just present. Yeah. It's about the way the world has been hurt, has, has put them in a place where they feel desperate, yeah. where they don't have options, where, you know, we're in a free country that creates a situation where you, you, you know, I mean, everything about the way, I mean, COVID-19 has exposed this, mm -hmm. right? This is not the free society we think we live in. This is not the things that we once thought. And the point is that people, you know, the, the, the upsetting reality that I've come to understand is, you know, when we're all taught when we're kids, you know, you work hard and it'll pay off. And yeah. That's not necessarily the truth. No. You know, it's really not. And yes, it could. Yeah. It could work that way. Yeah. But we live in a society that's all about nepotism and, and yeah. using your clout to help the people you want to help, regardless of what benefits that, you know, and that's the problem is these people then find desperate situations where they work their asses off and then lose everything or yeah. get, you know, they, it doesn't seem fair and people fall into what's you know, something will make them feel better. Exactly. You know? And I think that in and of itself is propagated. Like the war on drugs has only created the prevalence of oh, drugs yeah. in this country, which is probably the point. Oh, yeah. You know, but still, oh, yeah. I don't think that drugs are the problem because mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of benefits that you can find. We may disagree on that. I'm not sure. But I do think there are things that could, you know, it's everything with a moderation. Yeah. But I think the problem there is really the situations that they've that have been except, created. Except math. No math. Oh, yeah, no yeah. I mean, no, no well, I, my point is yeah, always yeah. just it's up to you individually. I'm not yeah. gonna step into that, but yeah. I agree. I think meth is yeah, no, don't just don't do meth, kids. But you know what's worse than meth? <laughs> Alcohol. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. Well, yeah. scientifically, that's yeah, a fact, exactly, by the way. And exactly. it's like the, the, if, you know, and the problem is we don't associate it because we think of alcohol and we think of oh fun at the bar. Yeah. But you take a look at these oh, yeah. alcoholics that are struggling and they yep. are it's way, way worse. Yeah, you don't hear that side of the story. Yeah, it is rough and it's everywhere, it's ubiquitous, and we just don't point at it because it's alcohol and cigarettes and they're good, right? Yep. It's crazy. Anyway, so you so you got fired or you know, yeah, fired because you stood for for what you believed in. So shame on you, Willamette family. That's all I have to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Find them on Twitter, tell them what's up. Don't talk to anybody, right? But yeah, don't do anything. I didn't send anybody to to do anything. I said that. I said yeah, no, I know. I I mean just just you know, come on. But you know, yeah. I, look, I've said this before. It's it's be respectful. Yeah, grown respectful, up. But the point is, you, you have a right. Condemnation. You have a right to go tell them. Condemnation. You feel. Yeah, I mean, it's a public account. We're publicly talking about things that no. they did. It's your experience. Yeah. Go on there and be like, we think you're bad people. Yeah. I mean, I, that's well, I, I do that all the time. Well, I did it with Pierce Morgan the other day. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing, the other thing, Willamette family is is don't don't piss off like like. uh film producers and documentary people because like i'm making a doc my goal is to make a documentary about the effects that the lockdowns had on people struggling with addiction mm -hmm. and that the lamb family will be featured in that and so Good. so Good. so watch out so yeah, yeah there yeah. you go i'm motivated by there's a little bit it's like resentment motivating me to do it but i also hey, really want to make right. this documentary so you're there right you go to feel that way right there you I mean, go it's, it's like it's something you were building for yourself and they destroyed it for dumb subjective yeah, reasons exactly you know? exactly so, that yeah. we now know they were wrong about yep, you know? <laughs> it's yep. continuing yep. but so so that so that was the time when you know so we, I, I brought you on the show that was mm -hmm. the interview i was just showing it was yep. a great discussion yep. and i really was just it just blew me away that was happening in real time it was a spotlight a lot of people dealing with similar situations and then it was after that, that you that you left Truthzilla, yeah, right, right. It was and, January, end of January twenty of twenty twenty two, right, it was just right. like earlier this year. <clears throat> and so there, you were you were in flux essentially, yep. and and I think you had just kind of casually mentioned about like, hey, I'm not sure, like asking about Tennessee, and I don't. It's funny we've talked this before. I think we've talked about it on the show. Yeah. I don't really know what it was. I obviously I liked you. I respected mm -hmm. your work. I thought you were very genuine, and I, it was literally as simple as this. And this is what people that know me by now. No, it's not really fly by the seat of your pants. I just, I trust my instincts yeah. and sometimes it's wrong, but I was sitting there eating breakfast and I just, on the moment, I'm like, you know what? 
I'm going to ask, tell Scott he can come work in, this, in the studio. And I sent you that text, and it was literally that moment that I just decided. <laughs> and I was thinking, I hope, I hope he's not CIA. <laughs> oh, no, definitely not CIA, dude. Oh, my God. And you know what? That was a very pivotal like moment in my life. I'll always remember, dude. Like you have no idea how much that means. Like, yeah, no, I mean, it was it's crazy. It's important. I mean, for me, it was it felt amazing to be able to. I mean, I have the other part of the studio, right? Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let's just, you know, why not? Because like I think of people that that uh, you know, my good friend Peter who passed away. You know, yeah. like I mean, the guy cared deeply about just helping people in our position to break through the control, you yeah. know? And, and if it wasn't for him, I don't even know if the platform would have grown the way it was just because if he, you know, he was one of our financial supporters, yep. you know, but yep. you know, through every, like everyone else, there was PayPal at the time and he donated what he want. There was yeah. no agreement or anything. Yeah. Right. It's just the, but the point is that he cared, you yeah. know, and, and he, my point was that I think we all need that. Yeah. That's the point I was making earlier, right? That yep. The way the world is actually set up today with the, you know, artificial nature of the things like the stock market and, mm-hmm. you know, the people on the inside benefit at your expense and they know that and they yeah. help each other. And the point is we need to do the same thing. We need to help each other reach out yep. and pirate Street media, which we'll get to in a minute. Yep. That's what it's all about. Exactly. Help building something that where we can lift up other people beneath us, you yeah. know, building our own pirate ship. I think it was uh, Adam Carolla kind of coined that term. Like yeah. build your own pirate ship, man. So right. That's what we're doing, you know, yeah. pirate radio. Exactly. Pirate all radio, these overlaps. Yeah. I mean, what's funny is, and, we, I'll, and I'll say this since I haven't said it, I want to bring this up again on pirate stream when we yeah. talk about it next, but the interesting history of like piracy itself is what mm-hmm. really, the reason I went with pirate streams when I started doing that was obviously pirate radio. And yeah. the classic understanding of that for people that don't aren't know the history, just think of like the matrix and broadcasting your pirate stream into their same thing. But yeah. you know, at a time when like rock music was devil's music, you know, and people yeah. were broadcasting pirate streams and there's pr- plenty more examples of that. But the history of piracy is such a fascinating overlap with where we are right now. And the, the point of it is that, the, the, the reality, I mean, there are bad people. There's bad people in any situation, right? There are people that abuse it and pillage and so on. But most of these famous pirates were actually the people they painted them as. They were ex-Navy, British yeah, Navy, and they got cast aside. Yeah. And and so they said, well, that like they their whole career, they just got cast aside. So they said, screw it. You know, we were going to make our own way. Yep. And they started doing so and focusing on British ships. It kind of bit them in the ass, right? Yep. And And the interesting part about it was... They then used the propaganda machine to frame them, and they made up these evil caricatures of these evil group, you know. Yep. And now there was some level of truth of people that were murdered and so on, but it's not the full picture. Yeah. And the truth is that if it wasn't for the totalitarian, tyrannical force, it maybe not have, wouldn't have even happened that way, mm-hmm. you know. And so we're in a similar situation today where we're being brandished as evil right-wing terrorists or whatever else. And the truth is we're just trying to find our path and try yes. to find the reality yes. and we're getting framed as the pirates. Yeah. So I just think that's an interesting overlap. I you think know? it's great. I think it's a great characterization and it's uh, you know, I'd rather be the pirate than the freaking British yeah. colonial right. empire. Right. And I, but I will be clear. Someone always makes this point. I'm not suggesting that pirates are good in every sense or that, you know, that there's yeah. no history of bad, evil people. There's always somebody who can't have the middle ground, but yeah. the point is it's that a fun. lot of these people were just trying to push back against control. Yep. Exactly. That's where we are now. Exactly. That's exactly where we're at now. Yeah. 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 yeah, Totally. So yeah, man, uh, it's just been, it's been crazy. And so, you know, so rebunked is the next step. And so rebunked, you know, I was like, I was like, okay, I need to get back in the ring. I need to like, just, I can't just sit by the sidelines or just bow out. You know what I mean? I've built up all these connections and all of this Mm -hmm. stuff. And now I have the opportunity to go do it exactly how I want to do it. Right. And so that was, that was the, birth of re and i rebunked was just a name i was tossing around a couple names and i'm like i liked it but it was like such it's it was like, like debunked but yeah rebunking yeah it was like right at the beginning of this year was really when things were really starting to like you know that was right when like lena win had come out 
yeah, and talked about how uh, you know she was now all all of a sudden against masking, and I'm like, okay, or cloth masks, cloth, cloth masks, mask, yeah, right? cloth masks, right? <laughs> and so things are starting to get rebunked, and so I'm like, okay, this is cool. We can lean into that a little bit. I like it, but but it's just kind of just become you know just an interview based, you know, just fun. We don't we do fun things. I do call in shows every now and then. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just it, we have fun with it, and so so I gotta come uh, on rebunk one of these times. I too. know you do. Yeah. Well, you were episode one. Oh, was that you really were, the first yes, one? You were my very first episode. So awesome. Like, uh, that I was the it. thing. But that was the other thing, too, is like, you know, when I was moving out here, I was originally going to go to Chattanooga because mm-hmm. out in Oregon, I was super involved with the Freedom Cell, uh, freedomcells.org. Which you check know, it out, yeah, guys. Check it's out freedomcells.org. You know, I can't recommend it enough. If you're finding a tough time connecting with people, they're right there, freedomcells.org. And, right. and so I was really, you know, connected with that. And then kind of the main Freedom Cell here in Tennessee is in Chattanooga. So that was my original plan was to go out there. And then like literally just within a few weeks of um, actually going, coming out here, uh, you sent me that text and I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to Nashville. Right. Yeah. And that was it. Hell so, yeah. so man, yeah, I can't thank you enough for that, but it's just so weird. Like my life kind of just so many things in my, like I wanted to move for a long time, but there were so many attachments that I had in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a band. Uh, you guys check it out. It's kind of fun. It's hot piranha, right. hot like piranha. Go listen to hot <laughs> piranha. Uh, the, the song, the tower is actually the intro to Truthzilla. Oh, nice, um, nice. But, but, uh, again, I left that band because actually it was kind of funny. So it was COVID right? right? Yeah, yeah, it was a little COVID related. Not everybody saw eye to eye on, mm. on the COVID situation, which was unfortunate, but we were able to make it through, uh, august of 2021 and we did some really cool things like the music is amazing you guys should really yeah, go check it out like good, it's yeah. fantastic it's awesome and i got a lot of love for those guys we're cool we're totally cool now i talk to them mm-hmm. you know what i mean and do they now see well one of them one of them yes like he, he's, <laughs> uh, he, he, he gets it now but yeah. uh and the other one got it like pretty much for the most part but anyway so anyway uh Hopefully we, we'll, we'll jam in the future too. Yes. We've talked about that. Yes, we've I, jammed before. You know, yeah. We, oh we no, I mean, like, some music. We I mean, we jammed. Music. I mean, like, do something. Yes, like, make something. We're gonna make music. Yes, Cor- Corbett me. and I are trying to connect to do. Uh, um, uh, screw YouTube. Okay. Remember that, remember that, that okay, the yeah. thing he did where he's like, yes. screw YouTube. Yeah. I was like, I reached out against it. I was like, we really got to do that. Okay, I would love well, to do like a dual coverage. Of I'll do the guitar solo on it, dude. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I'll help. I'll help make it happen. We can do this. We can do this. All right. So, so hot piranha. Check it out, guys. But anyway. So we were supposed to go out to Eastern Oregon and record a music video because we just went in the studio and recorded a couple of tracks. Uh, we went in and recorded like a six track EP right in the middle of 2020, right in the middle of COVID mm-hmm. at uh, Gung Ho Studios, which is the uh, Billy Barnett who recorded like Cherry Pop and Daddies, oh, uh, a bunch of other like, you know, so he's like a platinum recording artist. So we had the full like, you know, studio experience. It was awesome. And those songs nice. came out so good. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we went back and recorded with, I can't remember the name of the other studio we did, but we recorded a couple individual songs. And then one of them, the clearing, we were supposed to go out to Eastern Oregon to record a music video. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and we were supposed to leave as a group, like that Friday morning and we were going to camp out all, all weekend. And we had a camera person and we were going to do all this filming. And, uh, Sounds fun. yeah, it was, it was, and so what happened was, <laughs> was <laughs> I, uh, I, I had reached out to Dr. Peter McCullough for an interview nice. right mm-hmm. and uh he emailed me back and said okay i'm available oh, I now i'm yeah. available this friday morning <laughs> at 9 a.m mm-hmm. and i'm like okay cool and so we, we i booked the interview with mccullough friday at 9 a.m and then i texted the band i'm like all right guys so check it out so i'm gonna be right behind you but i'm, I'm still coming but i gotta do this interview and they took that as me not prioritizing the band and blah 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 blah, blah. they got kind of upset that that happened and so after a band and then they called a band meeting and it was determined that i 
was voted out of the band basically Man, that's rough so so i'm like okay whatever that's cool i think it so was, that stung a little think, bit too I, but, I think at that point the average person just wouldn't have understood why that was so important exactly right but exactly. now with looking back they're yeah. like wow probably that's you yeah. know early for him yeah. before yeah. peter dr peter mccullough was yeah. what he is now exactly. right i mean so that that's exactly. a big deal and you did do the interview right absolutely 100 percent. Right. yeah so um yeah so anyway so that happened and then all these attachments that i had in oregon just kind of fell away and then mm-hmm. by this time i was working at this countertop fabrication shop who through a series of events got way behind on their orders and we were working like seven days a week, like 10 hour days. And so I was just cranking the overtime. And so I was saving up enough money. I got a new truck and I was like, okay, I'm moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I had I felt I needed to move. And uh, so, yeah, that was it. And then I just hit the road and drove out here and here we are. Nice. And so, yeah. And then, and then just, uh, you know, just as far as rebunk goes, like it's just been, uh, just been a, such a blessing. And I feel like, I don't know. I've already surpassed where I was at with the other show. And like, we're just, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're yeah. just, and then, well, then you're, you're doing great work. And I think what's important to shout out is the, the, well, I guess not the level of work that you were doing there too, you yeah. know, and it shows that how much you're putting into this now. And I think that, you know, and just so in case you guys don't know, rebunked is now essentially part of T lab. That's where we're, that's, you know, it's, it's Scott's, project but it's part of t-lab and then now we can the next part of it which i really hope you guys check out because i really do enjoy your show is from there now we're talking about the the broader unless you got more points you want to get into do it the broader point of what we're building now and and so well actually i did want to kind of poke into it you know so to setting that up Mm -hmm. right during all this which is kind of the focus of this what what before being here essentially and the beginnings of rebunked and so on like how difficult was that like realizing like you know were there any blockages no. any issues of reach or anything nope. like that, is well <laughs> so that's hilarious that like the reach part like mm-hmm. it's, it's very humbling going from like you know we were we were doing some big things on truezilla to now like having a show with like zero downloads oh i got my first oh there's three downloads five downloads i right, remember that right, day right. when i uploaded my first episode i'm like oh look at that i got 10 downloads how very humbling, you know what I mean? Right, right. But I knew the process. I knew everything I needed to do. It's like when you're setting up a podcast, this is for all you guys out there. Actually, you know what? Here's a shout out. One of the things I might try and do is like, like paid consulting, helping people do this. And I did yeah, start an yeah. Instagram. I started an Instagram. It's called launch your pod. Go follow at launch your pod. But uh, because I feel like I'm good at like helping people like set up, I've had so many people reach out to me and like, Hey, I don't even start a podcast and I can walk them through and demystify like some of those first steps mm-hmm. really all you and but you know i'll just tell you right now you know this is your free consultation so yeah. reach out to me yeah. if you want like a real in-depth but basically like you just uh come up with a really catchy name that's what sam tripoli told me like when i first started i reached out to him and said hey what's some advice you have for you know somebody that's just getting started he mm-hmm. said come up with a catchy name and uh do shows with other people in your genre and then you can like cross pollinate you know what i mean and right. so swap casts yeah yeah but you. but really all you need is like a, a name uh, you need to come up with like a thumbnail, a logo, like you see on there. Just come up with a logo. That's that. Okay. This logo, by the way, is bags draws on Instagram at bags draws. Um, he's fantastic. Nice. Uh, he did this one. He's done logos. He does stuff for OBDM all the time. Like OBDM, like a lot of their, uh, art, art that you see that's similar to this is bags. Um, he's the guy that I sent the, the pirate stream to. So we're, oh. we're on a workout for, for to see what it comes up with there, but bags draws on Instagram, big shout out. So you need to find a, some sort of graphic or some sort of something or another. And then you just register your podcast or then you record like a minute long preview episode, whatever it is. And then you get some service like Podbean or Podomatic or something mm-hmm. like that. And then you 
create it, <clears throat> upload your image, upload your first preview episode, and then it'll give you an RSS feed. You register that with each one of the other ones like Apple, Spotify, right. uh, iHeartRadio. Until they kick you off. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But they usually have like a, an automated process within one of those websites to help facilitate that. Mm-hmm. And then you're good. And then you just upload your episode and it shoots it out to everywhere else. And, yeah. and then I recommend doing video and audio, obviously. And my workflow is like you take, you record your video, and then you just export a separate MP3 file, and that's what you load up to your podcast oh, okay. player. I was going to ask. So, do yeah. you do video podcasting on the podcast? Because no. that's available too. I never yeah, did either. I, I don't it know. Complicated. Yeah, thing. I haven't done that either. But with you, it's interesting because, like, I think your uh, a lot of these podcast players catches your Odyssey channel, and so like mm, okay. I when I watch your show on because I use a um, Podcast Addict, which mm-hmm. is a really good app. Um, it, it gets a lot of the content that you know they've tried to delete. But like, if I click on Last American Vagabond, a lot of this stuff is Last American Vagabond on Odyssey. So, oh, so it's it, video, yeah. So it nice. is video. It's video and audio built in. So Beautiful. that's where that's where I get yours. That's where I get a lot of other subversive content that is hmm. not typically it's available on like stuff. Spotify and stuff like that. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. You know, and uh, so so I knew the process. I knew what I needed to do, and so I just boom, 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 busted it out. And then it was just a matter of cranking out shows. And I, I reached out to you and Sam uh around the same time saying like i'm starting a new show. i really want to you know have mm-hmm. you guys on first the interviews timed out it was you or episode one i really want to have you as episode one and you know and yeah. it's interesting well, how and it's really interesting how like and that was before you'd even invited me or anything like that i just felt like you know like god i really want to come out the gate hard <laughs> and you're the first person i thought of you nice. know and then sam was episode two and then uh and then celia farber who's like cited like 500 times in rfk's uh fauci book okay like she's she's awesome so uh she you would love to talk with her man she has done she's done so much like she was the one that broke the whole aids story back in the day like she's hardcore dude she's hardcore interesting yes somebody in the chat actually asked about your david ike interview yeah yeah, that's on that's on rebunk right yeah uh-huh. Yeah. yeah so I'll, we'll there. include that link rebunked here yeah. and we'll include that for those to check out. Yeah. yeah that's, that was a that's fun a one. Interview. Yeah. That, well, it wasn't so much an interview. It was uh, like, I asked him two questions the whole time and then he talked for half an hour. Each <laughs> one, so. He's a knowledgeable person. I, right? I, knew that, I knew that that would happen. I knew that that would happen. But the cool thing about that interview and, and, and it was actually Richard Grove that inspired me to do this mm-hmm. because he, uh, he had Whitney Webb on, right? Richard had Whitney yeah. Webb on yeah. and they, they did two, uh, part, two part interview discussing like in depth her new book uh one nation under blackmail right Mm -hmm. and and going into the interview richard was like you know so i read both of these books i'm like how did you do that that's like a thousand pages man like like prior to this interview oh right right because you know he just he's just a voracious reader and he went into the interview having already read both of the damn books and i'm just like that is so baller like that's so hardcore dude and so like i'm like well this is a huge interview so and, and then i found out the weekend before David Icke was on Alex Jones and I listened to the interview and David was talking about how he just came out with a new book and I'm like, Oh really? Okay. So I had to order it at least to be able to like hold up to show that I yeah, had it. Yeah. And then I heard Richard with Whitney and I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. So that's where the bar's at. Okay. Yeah. So I that, literally, that's, that's difficult. I know, though. I yeah. know, but I literally cleared my schedule and I sat down and I read the book cover to cover nice. um, prior to the interview. And I had like a hundred questions that I was prepared to ask him, nice. but I went to the interview and I told him, look, I sat down and I read this whole book and let's, let's get into it. I felt like the questions I did ask were geared and really exemplified. Like it would have been the only, qu- like the questions were from a perspective of somebody who'd actually read the, the book. You right. know what I mean? And, right. so, and they appreciate that. And he appreciated that. He yeah. had a, had an hour window and then we were coming up to the hour and he was like, let's go a little longer. So like, Good. you know what See, I mean? That's so, nice. that's respect. so, so yeah. So anyway, so that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. I, yeah. I think that 
it's it's very difficult these days with how much is going on yeah. to, to take the time, but it's important to, yeah. you know, and I, I think, you know, sometimes like, I think it's, I often, maybe it's just my excuse for it. I'm busy, but I often like to go into an interview like that yeah. sometimes without that re background. Sure. So it's like, you know, we're learning together, exactly. you know, so we can walk through and then we discover it as they tell you, yeah, you know, yeah. but it, that those are very different interviews, right? Yeah. The interview of somebody who has read it is like, level two yeah right that's that's not 101 you yeah. know it's like the next one is for people that want to dive deeper and hear their thoughts on mm-hmm. conclusions made from the book as opposed to walking you through the information exactly, you know? that's, exactly. it's important yeah, yeah i think that's yep. uh he's a good one to do with because yeah like like you said he'll he'll go off on some and it's important stuff though he's i know a very knowledgeable person yeah that yeah, was fun it was very much a highlight so, yeah man. yeah but so th- that brings us to well actually before i wanted to play this clip in general like pointing okay. out you you know, the idea of speaking truth to power and the effort of what you're doing. Yeah. I want, or, you know, I guess I brought it up. I'll do it. I was going to play it at the end, but this clip is fantastic. I was going to play it at the beginning and I forgot. Well, it's interesting because like this clip in particular has kind of come up in two different areas, like just in the last couple of days, like mm-hmm. Steve, when we went on Steve's show yesterday, yeah. he's like, the first time I ever saw Scott was when he was bullhorning. And, and then, so this <laughs> is the video he was referring to. And then, uh, Randy at Soundwave uh, Promotions, give him a follow at Soundwave yeah. Promotions. Yeah. I think it's at, uh, or you just type in sound wave promotions. He'll yeah, pop up okay. on all the different things. But anyway, um, uh, basically he, uh, he made this meme for me and, and he used a screenshot from this. And so like, and it popped up and people were asking me. And then, so anyway, I'm like, so I reposted it. So back by popular demand, this was last summer. This is summer 2021 in Oregon, but it's, it's good. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. Matt Renee, ever since I arrived here about two hours ago, people have been steadily flowing in. This today's event is supposed to. And by the way, I'll restart. That's just precursor. You'll see it in a second. That's Scott in the background. Yes. And speaking also. Speaking on the blowhorn. And also. And over the top of this guy, which I love. Yes. And this is also, you know, this is not me just like dubbing over. Like you can go to KEZI's website. There's a link in the episode to take you to the KEZI website. And it's still there yeah like, right. the video is still there i mean just blasting this dude and, and and i'll tell you the backstory when we're done okay. but yeah matt renee ever since i arrived here about two hours ago people have been steadily flowing in this today's event is supposed to go until about eight o'clock and there are at least a hundred people here out here protesting peace health's newest vaccine requirement and everyone i've talked to is either a medical professional or just a civilian that's here to support their peers in their community despite some pushback from these people peace health says quote our community is facing a public health emergency that requires immediate action for the safety of our patients and those unable to be vaccinated, including children and the medically vulnerable, Peace Health is requiring caregivers to receive a COVID-19 vaccination or submit a qualifying exception, close quote. There's been a lot of bullying at the hospital by nurse to nurse, to nurse and patients to nurses. Um, it's extremely sad to see that this is what is happening, this divisiveness. Regardless, all caretakers have until August 31st to either get their shot or present a qualifying exemption or either risk being placed on unpaid leave. One woman told me they'll be gathering again later in the week, protesting the same ideologies. Reporting live in Springfield, Chris Lindsay, KZI, 9 News. <laughs> protesting the same ideology I know, what, a, exactly, what a strange exactly. way to frame that exactly exactly oh that's just absolutely hilarious i yep. can't say <laughs> and you know how much that probably pissed oh he was him pissed off. afterwards afterwards he was like he was like, Fuck. He was like he was pissed. but uh it's great though so it's like you know the caption of that is like when you're in a medical freedom rally and you see the 
you see the mainstream media stooge about to go live and you have a bullhorn, right? You know right, what I mean? Right, and I don't right, know if it right, says right it on a rock fan. But yeah, anyway. no, I got it right there at the bottom. It's anyway. right on the screen. Yeah. How so, funny is that? So it, the key is, folks, if you happen to be in public and you happen, if you had a rally or whatever and you have a bullhorn or whatever, here's what you do. So when you see one of these mainstream, when these media people pop up, if they just pop up and they set up their equipment and they do their recording and they walk away, that means they're pre-recording for something to be aired later. Mm-hmm. But if you see them, and in these cases, a lot of times they were by themselves. Like I've seen them just by themselves. Like they'll set up, they'll set up their camera and then they'll get the camera all set up and then they'll just kind of like stand there. Yeah, and yeah. If they're just standing there and they're just kind of like, you know, maybe checking their hair or just like kind of just, <laughs> just standing there, like looking like they're waiting for something. That means that they're about to go live and they're waiting for their cue. So that's a good inter, inter, uh, opportunity to, uh, you know, do some. Uh, Absolutely. That's, that's a good, that's a good insight yeah, too. Yeah. Like to understand you know, that there's, that you could tell the difference and yep. that makes sense. There's this way. And that, that's the best moment right there because they, yep. like, if they're live then they can't really stop that. Yeah. They're, you know? they're, they're trapped. Yeah. And, and I'm surprised they didn't just cut him off. Like, yep. you know, you think that, <laughs> Oops, no, and it's true. still on their website. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. So funny. Fantastic. So, yeah. But so th- this, this brings us to, you know, and, and we've, we've spoken about it quite a bit, but I just want your perspective on mm-hmm. this, you know, like, so we decided amongst the three of us, and I forget how it actually kind of started, but organically just decided yeah. that we wanted to start something, you know, mm-hmm. and that the pirate stream media was the name that ended up being decided, but we were toying with a lot of different things. Yeah. But so now, you know, rebunked and everything else you're working on. And, and then, you know, from your perspective, what it's like to start this during all of this now and mm-hmm. what you feel about that, you know, oh, yeah. positive, you know, like whatever your feelings on it again, you know, it's like just back to the, 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 you know, we're going to leverage the bear market in order to, for, for our advantage, right. We're, we're there's an opportunity here. People are just, craving like authentic you know real coverage of current events or they want solutions Mm -hmm. you know i think a lot of people have gone through the the fire and they're on the other side and it's like okay so what do we do now right right and you know that's that's something that i try to focus on and i really want to offer solutions to people you know community all that stuff Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know i think this is the best time ever to start something you know Mm -hmm. everybody out there like if it's on your heart to start something whether it's you know like a Etsy shop or, or just, uh, you know, a podcast or you want to write a book or just whatever it is like, this is the opportunity right yeah, now because out. yeah. Whatever and, it is. and now is the time to start building it because, you know, as things continue to get crazier, people are going to look for alternatives. People are going to need alternatives. You know, right. I'm surprised someone hasn't stepped up and built like some like alternate, like banking or payment mm. processing system. I've heard that there's a couple and I need to follow up with some, cause I know there's some content creators that are like, very 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 much off the off the charts but they still have payment processors like international ones yeah. so it's like I'd, I'd be curious to know like how that works or you know I, i'm i'm waiting for like why don't ryan why don't we start a bank dude let's yeah. start a bank we'll see i was gonna say you know, something like that, that like that, why can't we do that you know? that may be one way to look at it yeah but i argue the solution yeah. maybe not forever yeah. but just in the moment in the way that they're going the solution is to go the other direction not to yeah. build another technological exactly. asset but to just go back to peer-to-peer economies exactly you know real economy. assets and yeah. sound money like yeah. that's the way it needs to go at least for now yeah. you know because right now obviously anything like that could then be manipulated hacked, yeah. or you know they can't hack you exchanging real goods amongst yeah. yourselves yeah. right yeah. I think that's the way we need to go. But to the point though, that does limit the yeah. way that you can grow, especially if it's like a business or like a podcast entity you're trying to grow yeah. and how you can like, that's why I, I often point to people and say, you know, the direct donation via our, our mailing address that's posted is yeah. you know the easiest way until they figure out a way to stop that. Which yeah. Sure the, that, the post office. They're it wouldn't have to be too hard to do that. Office. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that would, that would be uh that'd be serious upheaval. I have a lot of respect for the well, post office. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the problem is, I mean, I, from as, as a, un, like, 
as we're supposed to understand it. Yes. Yeah. Except the problem is that it's been altered and warped for a long time, yeah. like right about the time and maybe long before this, by the way, but lo- that where it started to become very clear that it was not like, insolvent business. Like they're not profiting anymore. Yeah. Oh, let's raise the cent, the stamp by two cents. It's not yeah. working. Right. Sure. People don't use them as much. And so they had to find other ways to justify it. That's why yeah. they started doing like the spying and started doing the thing. And that's, that is happening. Right. It's been yeah. discussed. And so now it's become an apparatus of the intelligence part, you know, Interesting. and they do, they have people that are armed. How yeah. does it make sense? Yeah. I want to, I want to look more into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah I want to look more into that. And but so, uh, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so um, just in terms of the, just the vision, right? So mm-hmm. we have this vision. I have a vision, right? right. And part of it is, um, you know, I, I like to use the daily wire as the example. Just, mm-hmm. And I didn't even like, you know, I've said this before, but I didn't even know they were in Nashville. I come here and I realized that daily wire is like, apparently I was talking to my roommate last night. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, it's like right up the road from where I live. It's like a mile away from my house. I'm like, how did I That's not crazy. even know that when I moved? But anyway, so, but then I like, I talked to people who like are regular daily wire listeners. Like I've met a couple people who like love Ben Shapiro and, and you know, so like, like in their minds, they're like conservative. Right. And it's like, and, and, but then come to find out like they were, they've all been vaccinated. If you're, if you're like a Ben Shapiro listener, like you've yes. been, you took the shot because he told you know, them exactly. The right. And exactly. now he goes, we didn't know exactly. because they didn't tell us. Yeah. Exactly. Cause you didn't even look, man. Dude, that's I'm telling point. you. So that's, I have like a serious like vendetta against that sort of thing. And I so agree. it's like, I want to make, like the daily wire that doesn't suck, that is genuine, honest. Like, why can't we have that? Why can't yeah. we have like a large media outlet that's like literally just like genuinely honest? And so mm-hmm. I don't know. Lar- goes- large, who cares? Like, well, who cares if it's large or whatever? But I would love to have, I, yeah, I would though. love to have a platform where it's like we can just like make a tweet. Well, I'm even on a tweet. We make a video and like just boom. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I want to have because. And it's not to diminish other people's work, but I feel like, damn it, dude, like we need like somebody out there who's like really just like, and yes, I don't know. There, I don't there, know in man. my opinion, like, I mean, you pointed out if I'm wrong, I don't see any <sighs> truly objective, nonpartisan people at the level of any yes, of those other ones. Exactly. And that's the important. Partisan, the partisan thing is right. a big piece of it. Yeah. And with, see, and, and, and again, I go without saying, by the way, but there's always someone who won't hear that he's, you know, the point is just the structure that we're talking about. Yeah. Right. Nothing politically overlapping with what they're saying, but, you know, like what the Daily Wire, like this kind of idea is and do that in an objective, nonpartisan way and grow to the point and i, I want to frame it even better than i framed it last time because i keep saying like in a way that they can't be ignored i'm not suggesting that it's something that's being pushed on people or yeah. that you have you can't miss it but rather that it's it's to the level to where when we post something anybody that wants to see it can absolutely have seat in that moment and be access like right now we know that's not the case yeah you, like even elon is saying no yeah. if you know the oh it's negative well you have to have the direct link to be able to find it and even then i guess we'll assume it's not suppressed even further that's that's censorship right yeah. i want to get this point t- pirate stream media the last american vagabond to a point to where it's you know just another chance you know whether it's channel or something else yeah. it's right there yes. in front of everybody yeah. so even though they want to call it fake news a conspiracy theory it's not relegated to some quiet corner where they can't even find it exactly it's right there and it's hard to miss exactly that's what i want because i argue that this kind of whether it's us or anybody else doing objective nonpartisan work if allowed to be at that level would overtake all the rest of exactly it. that's what everybody wants i, I said what everybody wants. I, don't, I don't even think people know that's what they want i don't yes, even think right. people know that that's an option or it's you, available you just gave me this is actually real i'm glad that's a really important point to think yeah. about because what's happening right now because look at what's the most popular content, even from the partisan players, the stuff that te- puts a toe into that realm yeah. that acts like they're kind of seeing the full picture, yeah. you know, because people, even the, the Patriots right now, they're, they're the ones calling out the Republicans, yeah. right? So we can see this growing sentiment that that's something missing, but they're still being wrapped back into like the voting part of it and picking a two party paradigm yep. president. You know, the problem is the people are thirsty for it. Like you said, maybe they just don't know 
They don't even know. Yes. I mean, they don't know that that's an option. And you we're going to make this happen, man. That's the point. I agree, man. And so it's like, and so therefore the vehicle towards that, like, how do we do that? You know, like every single little step we take in that direction, like doing this show or just like every, like we've got, we're going to go scout out some possible studio spots yep, this yep, weekend. Yep. You know, these are, these are, these are like little, little drops in the bucket that eventually, you know, will overflow. And like my vision a lot of like also what like what you provided with me you provided me like you know this amazing opportunity to work with you work in the studio like it's just like i will always be eternally grateful but then now i want to be able to provide that opportunity for other content creators exactly. other people that like like video editors and like graphic designers and like you know uh copywriters and all this stuff like i want right. to like have like a team yes. of people that 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 just like as they say like the teamwork makes the dream work you know Absolutely. and we just build this amazing thing that's like and, and it's a you know the re, a, a real setup like yeah. to the point to where you know because right now look at it this way we're doing every arm of this yeah. as individuals like whether it's scott and his work courtney and her work my my and my, my me and my work or the three of us together yeah. we're doing all of the you know all the things that in most of these larger businesses they've got all endless resources of the mainstream media they've got these higher yeah. people and the point is we can be exponentially more do we have to do our due diligence we can yes. be even more objective and really break these things down more research and it'll just be more fine-tuned what yes. we're already doing and just more to it with more work being done yeah. you know individual researchers set to individual topics instead of trying to do it all the four-hour show yeah. you know that kind of stuff yeah and i mean that will change the scene man yeah i really i believe that yeah and and so we're at a disadvantage because we don't get big pharma money and we yeah, don't we're, we're right. not getting like money from israel or anything like that exactly. so we we were you know that's where we look to you guys, you know, the, the whole value for value system. If you value this vision, you know, right. it's, it's worth investing in, you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm investing everything I have in it. It's the only way you know what it, I mean? Man. Like yeah. literally every drop in the bucket, my energy, my life force, my finances, everything yeah. going into it, dude. Yeah. And so meet us along the way, baby. It's going to be awesome. So, you know, that's, that's the, the point about the sub stack, which I'll bring yeah, up yeah, yeah. to check out. That's one easy way for us to. To support what we're doing and check out this upset dude it's so awesome i'm it so is. happy it's with great. it and it's, it's good so it's, happy good. it's with a really it. great platform actually and it seems to be there's a lot of new ways for us to get the workout and you're doing a great job on the well, clips and the, the, the breakdown of the articles it's here's it's, go ahead well i was gonna say here's the way i see it okay and it's like uh and the thought when we were on steve's show yesterday am mm -hmm. wake up you guys if you're not on am wake up you got to check it out great so job. big yeah. shout out to steve and pasta thank you guys absolutely but uh the idea of like you know there's that um weather as a force multiplier you know that mm -hmm. that old like military document right yeah, right and so i thought about just ironically we happen to be talking about geoengineering on the most recent Substack post yeah but i love that phrase the force multiplier right mm -hmm. so that's what this the vision of the Substack is because you've got just like you know the daily wrap-up is just such a powerful just every day man like you're just knocking it out of the park Thank like you. just dropping this information on people so what if we and then so what if we take like the like a ten minute segment on a specific topic and then write an article with supplemental material right. that's in a shareable form for free for everybody that gets distributed out like now you people take it and run with it share that and you know really take that the the pieces of gold that Ryan's putting out there and then we are able to just like use it as a force multiplier just bam right, take right. it even further and this is what I keep pointing out and not just you know it's not just my clip. Right. Yeah. Scott's doing a lot of work and adding source material, adding context, and he's giving his own points about it, writing little blurbs about it, adding stuff like breaking, actually making like mini documentaries. Like yeah. it's a lot of work he's putting into this. And so I do think it's, and it's, it's getting a lot of reach. There it's, you go. It's fantastic, man. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. And yeah. I was going to say though, about like my beginning in this too, yes. it's, it's the same kind of thing is that it's, it's, I mean, I was, I've said this many times, but I was this close to not making this happen. It was all, like, it, 
if it wasn't for people like I mentioned, like, you know, somebody like Peter reaching out before I even knew him yeah. and just donating, a, 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 like, I think at the time it was like a couple hundred bucks. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, it, if it wasn't for people that did that of their own accord, I, I wouldn't, this wouldn't be here today, yeah. you know? So it's like, we just, yep. you got to put it out in the world. And that's what we're talking about is we, Pi Pirate Street Media and the rest of it, we're, yeah. we're putting it out there, man. You know, we're putting yep. all the line for this yep. because we believe in it because we know you believe in it. Yeah, so exactly. That, that's what we need you, you know, support us. Exactly. We're going to order make this happen. We're determined. Exactly. And I, I want to walk you guys just real quick on, the, if you guys haven't checked out the Substack, please check it out. So awesome. Like, uh, so a lot of these are just basically, we're taking Ryan's clips and we're adding supplemental material. We're also featuring a series by uh, Maddie Bannon from the Autonomy Grand Theft World community who's done a great series on the COVID collaborators, which is she discovered a very, uh, as with all this stuff, it's very like inbred where a lot of these people that got their name uh, running cover for the whole 9-11 thing are now in charge of COVID policy, Shocking. right? And so she's doing this series, uh, you know, discussing all that. So it's, it's really, work. really great stuff. Really you know, she's, she's, she's awesome. And then uh, if you scroll down a little further, you see T-Lab on the streets. We're doing man on the street interviews, folks. And so, you know, uh, and then a, a couple, you know, great few Oops. other articles, <laughs> like just as you scroll down, you know, we did a round table discussion. That's another feature uh, that we're going to be doing is uh, I'm going to be hosting Roundtable discussions for all the monthly subscribers or yearly subscribers. And then uh, once a month, Ryan is going to be doing a T-Lab roundtable Q&A for founding members. So you right. can find all the information about that. Um, but but I just can't stress this enough. All the information is going to be for free for everybody. Right. At all times. It's always going to be free, but the perks for signing up are just going to be the roundtable discussions and the ability to comment on posts. That's right. going to be reserved to people who are subscribed. That's so. a perk just because it makes yeah. sense to make it a yeah. perk. But yeah. the real point, as you guys know, how I've built everything T-Lav. Yeah. Is is we we're we you know the value for value. I'm yeah. putting like I just said, we're putting it out there, and it's up to you to put it back right to to yeah. to re, to. to reach us in the middle, you yeah. know, because the point is we could put this out for free and nobody could do anything, but it, it wouldn't have any return. Yeah. But I put, we put it out in the world knowing that there's value to it. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. And that you decide to support it, not because you get the perk, but because you want to help this grow. And I think that has, sh that is what they're so confused about. Like they yeah. can't understand why would they support them without getting something in return? Because these people yep. are sociopaths, yep. right? They don't yep. understand yep. that we care about what's going on in the world. Yep. We want to see it better. And that this is how you do it. Yep. You know? That's and exactly how Adam Curry describes it. He's like, these people don't understand why people would choose to like, just volunteer money. I got to connect with that. And yeah. we were talking about that for a while. Please do. Yeah. That would be so epic. Like I, I would even, I, he's one of those guys that I'm like, I would love to have him on the show, but I'm like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. No, but, I don't do that. But, but here, <laughs> How about this? Okay, we we got a plan. I'll talk to you afterwards. I got a plan. Yeah. I already just got a plan. So there we go. Good. So, yeah. um, but yeah, man. So anyway, guys. So all that to say, like, like this is the the new avenue to help us uh, reach new audiences. Like, it's like the new T Lab Force Multiplier, right? Where we're yeah. trying to get this content out in, in uh, clickable, shareable ways. It always ties back to the episode, so we want to always encourage people to go watch the episodes and go to support thelastamericanvagabond.com. But this is a this is a supplement. This is a supplemental, like extracurricular uh truth bombs yes, yes yes and always just like before go look at all the source material don't trust what we're saying look yeah. at the source material research it and break it down for yourself and if you've got a different perspective share it with us that's that's what the whole point of all this is you know yeah. it's important to not just hear what we're saying about it but to actually understand why we think that i mean yeah. that's so it's paramount today yeah and if you can't financially support that's totally cool like like exactly just, just, that's why it's free read Share and share it. Just share it. Yes. Somebody, somebody you, 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 uh, you know, you think might benefit from the information. You know that is I mean? always number yeah. one. And yeah. that's the point. That's why we make it free because yeah. it's most important that you have access to the information. Yeah. Secondarily is us being supported. But the point is, if we're not supported, that won't continue to happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. What is it? What is it? Yeah. I mean, 
But yeah, you guys know. You guys yeah. know the deal. Like we're over here just cranking out stuff either way. So, but the yeah. I wanted to also point out that probably getting uh, before January, we're going to be set. I should do it as soon as possible. But the URL will be piracystreammedia.com. It's not yes. set up just yet, but we're going to be setting that up soon and getting a, at least coming soon page. Yep. But January, just you guys, we keep letting you know we're aiming for that. So it's not like there's you know this this middle ground is just time we gave ourselves to make sure that we be prepared. Yep. Right? These are the, you want to do these things right. And yep. so we floated it out. You guys know it's coming. Support however you can. We're going to get there. Yep. And, and on January, I think somewhere in that yep. month, we're going to be officially yeah. starting starting and, and doing doing stuff along those lines. And I just right. want to say, so I did mention the Q&A with Ryan, monthly Q&A. The first one's going to be this Saturday. So you right. guys, right. this Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for founding members. Uh, there's going to be uh, a link. Or actually, I already have a post going out at 2 p.m. today, Eastern time with detailed information about that, about the Q&A this weekend and uh, all the links that you need and everything, everything you need to know about that. And then um, Saturday morning for founding members, a link will go out for, uh, uh, to join that conversation with a link to join that conversation. So outstanding. this Saturday, man, it'll be outstanding. fun. Yep. Well, I mean, I think it's just, you know, the, the, the moral of the story guys is, you know, no matter what, get it out there. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter whether you get one share or none or one, you know, just take the time to put it out into the world and the world will put it, give it back to you. That's yeah. why, that's what I see in the, you know, that's, that's my, the way I look at things in general. There's a million, any, any culture you look to, they have some version of it. Karma, what yeah. goes around comes around. Like the idea that if you just put good out into the world, I truly believe that it will come back to you. Yeah. And I, you know, you can call that naive if you want, but mm, I think it's no. important to continue put it out there go post flyers go talk to people on the street if you believe it's important do it because you are making a difference by sharing this by talking about it like or even the community thing we talked about by you know taking the community round table and then yes. starting your own little group Freedom watch zone, watch the yeah. shows or any independent media you like or any media and sit down and discuss it yeah. watch watch mainstream media and sit down and discuss it and break down why you think this is wrong or why they didn't yeah. do this properly like break it down and have conversations about it yeah we, you'll evolve your opinions. That's yeah. important. That's another thing that no agenda does really good is they, they put it out there. Just everybody just decentralize. Everybody take it and run with it. No agenda mm-hmm. meetups, no agenda meetups.com. You can like host your own nice. meetup. That's and then cool. Greg Carlwood from the higher side chats piggybacked off of that. And he like does his higher side chats, like on the no agenda meetup infrastructure. And I feel like that's another thing that I feel like we can definitely incorporate is like T lab meetups or something totally. like that. Something, totally. something. We need to, Again, like something that we were pirate, pirate meetups or something. Yeah, like I'd love it if people that. did it of their own accord, but yes. I want to do us too. Yes, like, yes, I just yes, would love to yes. find out you've got these little, yes. you know, cells of their own around the world yes. where people just gather and just yep. have objective conversation. Like, yep. that's like, you know, yep. that's what it's all about, guys. It's yep. so very important. Yeah. So we'll get into all that, but I want to encourage you, hey, if that's, if that's something you want to do, like go to the Freedom Cells website and start a T-Lab meetup yeah, there group you go. in your community. And then, you and then people will just definitely respond to that. So yeah. go, go, I want to challenge you, somebody out there, and then let us know email me or message me on telegram is probably the easiest we'll way to get a hold of me. Yeah. We'll sure. shout it out on the show. Like do just go do T laugh meetups on the freedom cell website. Yeah. Like that'll be step one. And maybe we can make like an actual website, like no agenda does for it, but that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's, I think you guys, that's the biggest thing that we could do is, is, uh, make the internet real, you know, go out in the real world and meet these people. And then the cool thing is, is like some of my other meetup groups, like they say that, uh, meeting old friends for the first time, because if you're all if you're all coming together and you're all like listeners and supporters yeah. of T Lab, you already have like, you, like the ice has been shattered. It's yeah. not just broken; it's shattered. You guys are automatically gonna be like best buddies. You already you have a I mean? rapport, really. Yes, yeah, exactly. You have just never seen each other. Yes, exactly. Old, meet old friends for the first time. I love that. I yeah, love that. and like, dude. And so the other thing is like, um, 
you oh God, something you just mentioned right there made me think of this train of thought, but just like, you know, just staying rooted in your principles, like making decisions and staying rooted in your principles uh, will always pay off. You know, it may not seem like right. the, 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 the easy thing. What were you just saying? I got along those lines, but uh, I, I can't remember either, but that made me think of I this, agree, but, but it's like, you know, um, it, it will pay. It may not seem like it may be hard in the moment or it may seem difficult, but like, like I just always talk about like, you know, my, my decisions around like the whole counselor job thing. Like I stayed rooted in my principles and it sucked in the beginning. It was very scary and very terrifying and right. very frustrating, but, but it, it led me to where I'm at today. Like I stood where I stood my ground and it's delivered me into a place beyond my wildest dreams. And so please just continue to do that. I know all of you out there, you know, that's what, that's what we do. That's why, that's probably why we're here is that we've got this unique ability to be strong in, in the fate of like, like so many deleterious effects, like we losing family and friends mm-hmm. and jobs and everything, but we're still holding our ground because we know it's the right thing to do. You know, it's so important. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I, they, yeah. Well said. That's where we are today, guys. So hopefully you can take that and bring it to practice, right? Go out in the world and try to inform people, have conversations. You know, that's what this show is all about. So thanks for being here, man. And yeah, of course. Into it. Thank you, Ryan. Always yeah. a pleasure. Thank and you. And so more coming your way as always for every single thing we're involved in. So just keep your eyes out, guys. More is always coming because we're never going to stop. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> as always, guys, question everything. Come to your own conclusions. Stay vigilant.